Hello, and welcome to All Things Real Estate in Northwest Arkansas. My name is Angela Williams, and I'm a real estate agent with Rural Real Estate in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I work alongside of my daughter, Allison Gibson, and our goal is to help anyone with real estate needs by giving you the dignity, respect, and customer service that you deserve. Today's topic is a recap of the hot real estate market in Northwest Arkansas in 2021 and how we got there and where the market is going in 2022 and how to navigate it, but most importantly, how we can help you navigate it. In Northwest Arkansas, we generally have a really healthy market, but this past year has been crazy. 2021 has largely been a seller's market with many buyers struggling to find and purchase homes. Cash has been king for several reasons. There's multiple offers, and I mean multiple offers, showings every 15 minutes for two days, homes selling within hours after they've been put on the market, and home prices skyrocketing. So much so that some of us may feel that the big bubble has been created and we're waiting for it to burst. But all market predictions for Northwest Arkansas for 2022 are that the market is going to continue to grow, that prices are going to continue to increase, and that we are going to have a stable housing market here with no indications of the bubble crashing which is great news for homeowners. And it's good news for buyers as well, because with our market strong, you're making a good investment. Interest rates remain low, and equity seems to just accumulate overnight right now in this area with the way that the market is growing. Now I'd like to touch on a few things that happened in 2021 and what we've learned and how we can deal with them going forward. Now, as I said before, cash was king in 2021 in several ways, and I said I would break that down, and I will. Here are some of the reasons that we're seeing so much cash. Right now, it's a really high percentage, I believe in the 40s percentage of homes that are being purchased with cash. So, some of those reasons. Home equity has increased rapidly. If you've bought anything or owned anything for more than two years, you probably have a pretty good some of equity in in your home a lot of us may think the home prices here are we have sticker shock when we see them but if someone is moving from say california and they sold their home there they can easily pay cash for a home here and have money left over so if they've got equity there they're using the cash so some of the cash is coming from out of town clients moving to northwest arkansas and that's going to continue to happen we're going to continue to grow and with that comes the need for housing. Investors and companies have been purchasing homes in neighborhoods, sometimes several at a time, and flipping them. They use cash a lot of times when they buy, flip, have the cash, and then reinvest using cash as well. Another thing that's happening, people are retiring. They've done well with investments. They have had a lot of equity increase in their home in the last few years so they retire a lot of people want to move to this area we have a beautiful state with a lot of things to do the climate is great it's a wonderful place so a lot of people retire here northwest arkansas is a desirable location with a great economy who wouldn't want to live here i sure love it so now that we've discussed where some of the cash is coming from i'd like to explain what it's doing to the market um, 
As agents, we have seen sales for up to $100,000 over asking price. Now, breaking down purchase price, selling price, listing price, appraisal value um, can be really confusing. So I'm going to start with that. You have your listing price. That's the price that you choose with your agent what you're going to put the house on the market for. It's usually done calculated pretty specifically with market comps so that you get the most for your house that you can but we know that it's going to appraise for that amount and you're going to be good to go. When we get you a good offer you're going to be able to close it. So that's your list price. The purchase price is the amount that is on the offer that is given to you in a written contract as to what the buyer is willing to pay for your home or what you as the buyer are willing to pay. So that's the purchase price, the, the accepted offer, the number that's on there. So say you're asking $300,000 for your home and you received six offers and one of them was for $350,000. That's the one that you accepted. Everyone signed. So that's the purchase price, $350,000. So there's a $50,000 gap in what you were asking, the actual listing price, and the purchase price, what someone is wanting to pay for your home. Now, if that buyer is getting a loan from a bank, the banker's going to have it appraised, have the home appraised before they decide that they'll loan the money on it. And if that appraisal comes back at, say, 300000 which was the asking price, but they offered three fifty. They may have written into that contract about an appraisal gap since they knew the offer was going to be over asking price and it might not appraise. The bank wants it to appraise for what you're paying for it or what they'll loan on it because they want to make sure they can get their money back should something go wrong. Um, meaning if heaven forbid something happens and you default on the loan and you know, they want to make sure that their money that's tied up in it that they can get that back. So in this instance with the $350,000 and a $300,000 appraisal price that's an appraisal gap of $50,000. So if that person still continued with purchasing that house they would have to more than likely pay the $50,000 cash if they were getting the rest of the money from the bank. So that's where some of this cash comes in. If you've got some cash and we can go over asking price and don't have to worry about the appraisal, then that's wonderful. It's the one thing with cash buyers, they don't always care so much about the appraisal. They're not going to be held up by a bank appraisal because it doesn't matter there's no appraisal required as a contingency of the loan. So, oftentimes, I mean, they're going to want to make a bad investment, so they're not going to offer you usually a crazy amount, but enough to make sure that they get to buy the house that they want. Some other things that are coming up that involve cash um, are closing costs, and I personally, and this is just my personal opinion, believe that um, in 20, 2008, I guess it was, when the market crashed, the housing market crashed, and it did affect Northwest Arkansas. I think that people wanted to sell houses. A lot of people wanted to get out from under their houses. And so they would do things that weren't previously the norm. One of those things is closing costs. They often would ask the seller to pay part of their closing costs. 
and a lot of times the seller did it for some reason that trend kept going um, until we had this recent uh, seller's market where you know if I've got four offers and two are not asking for closing costs and they're clean offers and I just choose those so closing costs if we can avoid asking for those that's huge so make sure you either have that money saved up or you know where to get that money or there's also some financing options that can help there's some great programs out there right now there's a government sponsored program that if um, you have certain careers like nurses doctors first responders teachers they have um, actually grants for down payments they also have them income based and these grants are five thousand dollars plus so and they're not they're, they're not something that you have to repay they're actually grants so we know some lenders that are using these programs are very reputable lenders we can give you um, a list of lenders that can give you some options with uh, how to qualify how to get enough cash and how to make sure that you know if you can use these grants fabulous uh, is it something we can go RD on which is rural development it, you know we will look at all the options and we'll work with your banker to make sure that we can avoid not getting the house because of something like asking for closing costs next I want to talk about contingencies they are not recommended on contracts ever and especially right now because they make things so iffy now sometimes they're okay um, it used to be really common for say I sold my house I found the house that I want to move into contingent on my house closing because I can't afford two houses at once well now we're finding that with housing prices rising so much that most people if you've lived in your home two years or longer have a lot of equity built up so if there's a way that we can work with the bank and use that equity in your home to help you um, purchase your other home if you have an offer on your home already that works out great so sometimes we can make that work and I have had a few contingencies this year that did work because we did some awesome things on the contract in other areas so that the contingency of the house selling ended up not causing our offer not to be accepted even though there were multiple offers escalation clauses are often used now with all of the cash being thrown around um, some agents will not use them they are governed by the board in how they are written and how they are used used properly and and by the book they are actually I feel like a good tool to help get your offer accepted so it's in so I'm actually a fan and not afraid to go uh, head first and do what we have to do to make sure that if you want to buy a house that we can get your offer accepted the last thing that we're seeing quite a bit of now on contracts going into 2022 is people will state up front they're not going to ask for repairs you know they still may want an inspection but they're not going to ask for repairs of course we recommend that everybody get an inspection or do one have friends if, family whoever you know that can do one or we can recommend certified inspectors but having that inspection done helps you know what you're purchasing and there's hopefully no surprises for you after you close 
these are all some contractual tips and advice that we can help you when you write an offer to purchase a home or when you're a seller accepting an offer we can help you navigate some of the things that the buyer may be asking for or some of the terminology and all of these new clauses that we're having because of the the market climate right now I love negotiating and doing my best for you to do that getting getting your contract accepted and making you happy with your purchase or your sale is my ultimate goal and going into the new year I want you to know how our communication skills help every deal. First of all, we communicate with you, our clients, so that we know exactly where you stand, what you're thinking, what your needs are, what your wants are, and that we want to exceed your expectations. So what I've been covering so far regarding what's happened in 2021 and some things that we've learned and what we can do in 2022 to make things happen for you in the real estate market have largely been geared towards already built homes, homes that people are reselling. So now I want to just touch a little bit on building because there have been some changes in the last couple of years that also affect building. A lot of people are choosing new construction and that's great. We need new construction in a market where we continue to have an influx of people moving in and, and a really growing strong area with a great economy. So a couple of the things to think about if you are going to choose a new construction um, and, and I'm basing these on some examples that we've had in 2021. So I had one client that we sold their home. They made an agreement with the builder for the home that they were going to build. It was supposed to take three months. So they had temporary housing lined up for three months. It was a couple with three small children. Um, three months came and went and we were both contracting contacting the builder frequently regarding what the holdup was and it was everything from permits to supply chain issues. So that three month period ended up taking an extra five months for a total of eight months to get that house completed. Along with that, the house ended up costing 10,000 more than they were originally quoted because of the price of lumber. Now I have heard the price of lumber is going to uh, go, be going down. I think it has gone down a little bit. I've heard it's gonna go down a little bit in 2022. So that's good news. I'm not sure the supply chain issues are fixed yet. I don't think they are personally, so um, that's going to hinder and affect building also. Now, in that case, we got everybody situated. We helped them find suitable temporary housing, uh, worked with the lender regarding the price change. They had a good down payment, but we worked on which was the best way to get them a loan to still get them to keep the new house that they had planned on building, and it worked out fine in the end. They're very happy there. Now we have one that we started in December and Allison has been to every meeting with these clients and the builder. Actually they checked out several builders that were building new neighborhoods in Fort Smith. She's kind of just been by their side for everything, been in contact with the builder. One thing that is happening with the builders, they're kind of stating up front, I can't give you an exact price. Here's a range. They've picked out all the things that they want and here's a price range. So part of our job is to make sure that stay within that range 
and when it comes time for closing like the previous one that ten thousand dollars i can make a big difference so we helped you know finagle it with the financing and it all worked out great now this client has a range it's well within their prequal amount uh, builder says he can give an exact number within about 60 days out from closing um, so our contract doesn't have a price yet it's not even completely signed because we're waiting for that number before we can make the contract with the builder. So, and this is a spec type home that just has been changed up to be a little more custom. So I, I just recommend if you are looking to build, to have a realtor represent you. A lot of the builders already have realtors working for them and or their realtors themselves or their spouses are realtors or children are realtors. So they have that on their side already. I want to make sure that you are represented on your side and there's somebody looking out for your best interest. Not saying they wouldn't, just saying it is a good idea to always have somebody have your back. I have touched on a lot of things that happened in 2021 in our crazy market and things that are going to continue to happen in 2022 and some ways that we can be of great service to you to help. I know there's going to be temptation because it's a seller's market to list by owner. Um, I've helped several by owner folks because they maybe had the house priced too low and didn't realize it. We use uh, market comp analysis where we can hone in on exactly what's going on in your area we have access to a lot of market data that helps us come up with a price that's uh, correct for the market and we don't want you to short yourself on that so I know it's tempting but I, we really can help by owners if you get us listed with us and getting in the MLS is huge as well personally we do help with staging we offer free photography including Aerials. We do that on every listing and we pay for that ourselves up front. Um, a lot of professionals are involved. We have a great team and we make sure that the selling process is a great experience for you. And that's going to be all that I really have to cover today. And I cannot wait till next week. We're going to be talking about tips on preparing your home to sell and some staging information. Until then, have a great week. And bye for now from All Things Real Estate in Northwest Arkansas.